You want to give me some gunk, fellas? Mm. What's that gunk? Oh, uh, oh. Let me check my toes real quick. No. Oh. Where's that you gunk? Know. Uh, oh, oh. No. no. <laughs> Don't you know there, there are two things that we can't talk about on this podcast, and one of them is feet. You know that. I did not know that. You know that we're not allowed to talk about I thought feet. it was just Fortnite. Oh, shit. I forgot about Fortnite. There you go. There are three <laughs> things that we can't talk about on this podcast. What about that one thing that scarred Terrence to death? Nutty the, pasta? The pasta. It, oh. Yeah, it nutty didn't pasta. scar Terrence. <clears throat> Come on. Well, you know, now I remember him. and You know we're not allowed <laughs> to talk about feet. Feet. Except for when we're talking about Sigma. Mm-hmm. We're singing that one part from uh, part of your world. Right. Disney. Yes. If that happens, if that so comes up, obviously, that's fine, too. And we're not allowed to talk about... Well, we just don't want to talk about Fortnite ever. It's not Mm -hmm. that we're not allowed. But what's the other thing that's banned from this? Come on. We all know it. Profanity? (laughs) Racism? I'm trying to make a funny joke, Ray. What's in the same vein as feet? Feet. Feet. Racism? (laughs) Uh, Arms? That's right. I have no idea where you're going. Feet and arms. Somebody (laughs) else make gunk, because apparently I can't. Apparently the gunk factory is dried up in this old head. Oh, here, let me pour a little, sprinkle a little liquid water on there. Okay, try it, try it again. Try it again, from the top. Welcome to Gaming New Horizons. It's a podcast where your three best friends catch you up on the world of video games, and then we really focus on one and talk about it for a while. I'm your best friend, Joe. I'm your best friend, T. I'm your best friend, Ray. And what's going on in the world of games? So I want to talk about Minesweeper. So the current Minesweeper tournament just happened. Uh-huh. It's this is not true. Can you get a little? No, into keep the meta. going, oh, Ray. Yeah, no, that was, yeah what's like what's what's going on in the meta? Can like, you, are there any new strategies? So there's this new. So you know how you have to do one, two, three. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna fucking take it. I'm gonna take the conversation and I'm gonna steer it somewhere and immediately bail out. You're like, all right, Terrence. Oh, you know what this is? All right, let's talk about video games for a second. <clears throat> okay. You know Star Wars Battlefront Two on mm. the PS2. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone remembers. Mm-hmm. F- fucking yeah. wonderful game. If you're doing really well in that game, you can become a Jedi. And like a little menu will pop up on your screen. You have to press left or right on the D-pad to select to be a Jedi. And when you do that, you just despawn and you go back to the checkpoint. You come back as a Jedi. Mm-hmm. You can so, take a lot more bullets than normal people. Right, exactly. It's superpower, whatever. But... What I used to do, because I was a funny gamer, was I would get in the snow speeder on Hoth with my friend, and I was better at piloting, and he was better at so you're going with this. <laughs> he was better at shooting the cables. And what I would do is I would get the opportunity to be a Jedi, and then I would fly really fast at a wall, and right before I hit the wall, I would hit yes, so that I would despawn, and he would just blow up in the snow speeder. 
And I'm telling this story because I feel like that's what you just did to us, right? Did you <laughs> With turn into a Jedi? You're like, I, I guess. Okay, so you. Okay, so here's what my thought process was. I realized what it was because I zoned out when you said the word Hoth. Um, I start a bit, and by the time I get to the first part of the joke, I expect someone to start laughing uncontrollably. But neither of you do that. Oh, okay. You, you're used to my humor by <laughs> oh, now. Oh, let me just no. let me just explain to you how big that can you just opened it. <laughs> <laughs> You just open the you just can't. I was ready for you to go into the world and tell us about the world where the Minesweeper tournament had just happened. And I was like, I was I was latched in. I was ready to go. But if instead of us listening to you, you want us to just laugh when you start telling a story, I can do that. I mean, it was a bit. It was a bit. <laughs> and I'm sorry bits aren't allowed here in, in bit <laughs> So funny. <laughs> Mr. Sakurai talked about the latest DLC character pack in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate mm-hmm. today of our recording, Feb- no, January 16th, mm-hmm. 2020. Who wants to talk about that character? I would, I would love to, but let me first explain that um, yeah, Sakurai yeeted me so hard. Mm-hmm. And I used Where'd E. That's you? the first time I've ever used E on the show. Because um, I thought that the last character that we were ever going to get was another Fire Emblem character. And if you guys know what Super Smash Bros. is, you know that Super Smash Bros. is Fire Emblem with friends, mm-hmm. actually. Because they have so many Fire Emblem characters. They do. Actually, um, when it comes to game genres in the fighting game Super Smash Bros., uh, Fire Emblem takes third, and I think it might have moved up to second place with this new um, character. I'd, I'd have to recount. It's but, Is it Mario, Pokemon, and Fire yes, Emblem yep, now? exactly. That's why they added Piranha Plant, to make sure Mario always mm-hmm. stays on top. But you know they, what they need now is a new Pokemon. But yeah, and then he was just like, no, that's not the last character. Ha ha, you're getting six more. Mm-hmm. You're just going to mm-hmm. get another Fire Emblem character. Though. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's got to be at least one. See, it's like when you open up a card pack and one of them is guaranteed to fire. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I I like how you cut that up. That that makes sense now. I know everyone's tired of Fire Emblem. I get it. Let Mr. Sakurai have this. Mm. He was so happy. But also, we let him have Terry. (laughs) We did. We did did let let him have have Terry. But he gave us Joker, Banjo, and Hero. Hero isn't in that list for me, he, bud. Hero like the only never... one out of the, this first pack, if you include Piranha Plant, because that was a, that Piranha was Plant was cool. Piranha Plant is the only okay. Piranha Plant and Banjo, Banjo are yes. not humans. Mm-hmm. Everyone else in this character pack is a human, and they're like humanish humans. Yeah. You know, like they're straight up. They're it's, just boys. It's, so... it's a pack of boys we just got. They, yeah, it's they're not even like boys. Mario. Mm-hmm. Like Mario, I don't know if Mar- is Mario a human. No, absolutely he's a Mario. not. There is no way that that's a. <laughs> he's not. Just he can a breathe Mario. in space. He was human once. Mario's not. <laughs> human. But then he went down that drain in that TV show. I mean, he wasn't yeah. human and he anymore. came out of Mario. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one and only Mario. Yeah. Actually, he's like a legendary Pokemon. He's a legend. You said Mario's a legendary Pokemon. Yeah. Um, All right. Cool. Just like every single like main character Mario character is a legendary pokemon mm-hmm. like yoshi except for waluigi is... waluigi Perfect. is arceus <laughs> wow okay <laughs> yoshis are like 
well, our Yoshi, main Yoshi, green Yoshi, is a legendary. Well, but let's, you can't let's, tell the difference. let's name the types of the main six Mario peeps, right? Like Mario, Luigi, Peach, Bowser, Donkey Kong, and Yoshi. Oh, I'm so glad you included Donkey Kong in that Yeah, list. me too. He's a Mario <laughs> character for sure. I'm not talking to him unless he's coming with Mario, you know what I mean? No, I'm joking. I like Donkey Kong. But, um, so Mario is fire. Mario so, does fire type? Luigi is Scared. ghost type. Scared type. <laughs> Scared type. He's ghost bug. He, he, I think he's ghost flying. Flying. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. uh Drifling. Yeah. Mm. Uh Peach is I can't just say princess type, fairy. it's like definitely fairy type. Fairy type. Fairy steel because of her crown that she uses and her butt that explodes. Buns of steel. Buns of steel. Buns of steel <laughs> makes her fairy steel type. Okay. Sure, like my while. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um Bowser. Uh Bowser. Bowser fire dragon. Dark dark fire. Dark dragon. Oh, that's a dragon. tough one. Dark dragon. I like dark dragon. I like dark dragon because everything knows flamethrower. So yeah, mm-hmm. dark dragon works. Uh, Donkey Kong is is definitely Friend. just fighting. Fighting, fighting ground. I like fighting ground, but I, I like fighting ground. He he know he uses earthquake. Yeah, yeah. And then Yoshi is dragon flying. Yoshi is oh, Yoshi a dragon bug? type? Now Maybe this is a discussion. I think Yoshi's just bug. Bug. <laughs> How? <laughs> just look at his him. tongue. Just look at him. I I would have never gotten. I bug. mean, is Yoshi a normal type? Is Yoshi what a normal a... type? Mm. Is Yoshi he a normal might... type? Yoshi might be a normal type. He's, He's pretty expendable. Yoshi's are weird enough to be a normal. He does type. egg bomb, and egg bomb is a normal attack that no Pokemon ever uses ever again yeah. since the beginning. Yeah. So I, I guess think Yoshi's sense. a normal type. Yeah, and that's the rudest thing I've ever said. Yeah. No disrespect to normal types. They no. have a place somewhere. I anyway, just don't know where it is. Byleth is in Smash now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I completely Byleth. forgot that's what we were talking about. Byleth, Byleth, is a... will, be in, Byleth will be in Smash on Byleth. January 28th. Uh, the main, the protagonist from Fire Emblem Three Houses. And so. which we did an episode on, so listen to that squit. Yeah. I'm like, I want to be excited because I really love Three Houses, but I don't really love Byleth. Yeah, I didn't I care for him. Don't really care that there's more. But I mean they look cool. They look fun to play. But but it doesn't add to the diversity of the roster as much as I would hope and I guess we're supposed to just take it on blind faith that that's going to happen with character pack 2, but we're going to like <laughs> but it also immediately means that all the people that they kind of ruled out because it seems like this first character pack there was a lot of just a lot of dudes like oh, I didn't ask for this I didn't ask you know like Banjo Kazooie I didn't ask for any highly of anticipated for nobody asked for Banjo. Piranha Plant very good though yeah. they, that was a good curveball yeah I expect Byleth to be good it's not what I expected Joker was supposed to be like Joker wasn't bad but it was definitely like okay. So that means you guys can only build up from there. Yeah, and no, I loved I loved Joker. Joker was added, good, and the stage they added for him was great. And I think I think that was a good addition. But who who but then, hero? That would have been the last boy, I think. Yeah, <laughs> and then and everyone then else was hero. a boy. And then they added four and then more they boys. Terry at one. <laughs> they added a a, a bird bear combo. Thankfully, yeah. yes, the bird bear combo did mix it up a little bit. But regardless, they, regardless, they gave know. us a female option. They always give us female options yes. with Robin. Yes. With Robin, I mean Corn. I mean Lucina. I mean um, 
Marth. Just say Marth. It's okay. Roy? Karen, it's okay. Mike? Come. Roy? <laughs> no, I'm giving them a hard time. We're But we are just getting, like, Fire Emblem stuff, so... It's whatever. cool that there's going to... It's cool that there's more characters in the game, and it's cool that it's going to continue to expand. I don't really play Smash a whole lot anymore, but I like... I like the idea of Smash because when Smash Ultimate came out, I said that I felt like it was the last Smash game that I wanted to play. And I mm. still feel that way. Like, I don't really, I'm not gunning for another, a new installment, at least not anytime soon. Mm. But right. That'd be really disappointing if they released a new one soon. Yeah. But I love that they're adding to it and, mm-hmm. you know, allowing exactly. it to continue to be viable. I love exactly. that they're doing that with all of our old um, games. Because in other news, we're getting an expansion. I don't. Did we talk about this last week? No, we didn't. In other news, nope, we're getting an expansion in Pokemon as well. Pokemon Sword yeah. and Shield. They're adding what more Pokemon? Another portion of the story. It's yeah. like an add-on. It's it's nuts. I mean, you have to pay for it, but yeah, like these are. Adding- this this is taking formulas that we used to love from the older games and just making it. As be- as best as it can be because of this yeah. ability, like that's awesome. And, and there's not going to be a third game, mm-hmm. is what they said. Right. It's this DLC pass instead, which is yes. excellent. Like yes. I don't want to buy another cartridge and have another thing to keep track of. Like, and go through the same storyline from the beginning. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So I think it was really wise, a really good decision. And I I think that with this expansion pack, there they have two two new areas and over two hundred Pokemon. That leaves about 200 left. So I think there's going to be a third, ex- uh, a third, uh, a second expansion. You think they're going to somehow add all these Pokemon? There's only one. 200 left after the next 200 that they add. I mean, add that's in. a lot of useless Pokemon, though. <laughs> yeah, but. Because that was my only claim to fame with this. I mean, like, redemption, redeeming quality of us only having access to these. Is that some Pokemon are viable because they don't have to go against every Pokemon? You know what I mean? So yeah, but I—I I mean, I'm just saying people are asking for national decks. This they don't them. get a national decks. I and they don't. Instead, they get regional dexes for Galar. You make a good point, Terrence. Like it's cool that more Pokemon are coming to the game, and that it's expanding the decks. But we made a lot of points in favor of the decks being limited mm-hmm. when we did the, po- mm-hmm. the, the episode. And mm-hmm. I I kind of still feel that way. I I, I don't know. It will, I I would be happy with it either way. So Yeah, me too. But no Ultra Beasts. Please, please, no Ultra Beasts. Of course they're going to add that. <sighs> I don't want to do that. I do not want to see Ultra Beasts. Well, you don't want to see Feramosa and Guzzlord and I don't want to see Buzzswole. And... Cartana, Cartana. I actually like Cartana a lot. Oh yeah. So speaking of Cortana, um, Halo is <laughs> a video game. Uh, Master Chief is going to be part of the second character expansion pass in Smash oh, you wanna, Are you doing do a Terrence now? right now? And are we doing you are that doing now? a Terrence right now. <laughs> That's All right, awesome. fine. We got six characters, two each. Let's go. Okay. You guys already know who I'm going to choose. I really don't. Wait, is this ones that we want or ones that we think will be there? Ones that we want most likely, right? The ones that we want. We'll do the ones that will probably be Earthworm Jim. <laughs> okay. That's not from like the little worm war game, is it? No. no. Okay, cool. No, no. Who's Earthworm Jim? Earthworm Jim is just a guy. He's just a guy from Earthworm Jim. He's a platformer. He's licking it up, right? Okay. 
I'm like, you, you trailed off so quickly. I don't know he, really how to describe him, if I'm being he honest. Says, hey, I'm Earthworm Jim and that. Uh, yeah, I'm down. Wait, was this a computer game? Yes, I, I played yeah. this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I played that game. <laughs> That's so weird. Oh, man. Wow, you remember, like, CD computer games? That was the thing. That was the thing. Oh, that okay. And my second pick is Vector Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you is that your honest truth in your heart, Joe? Is that who you want? The I know most? you're gonna pick Gino, so I I can leave that for you. What if I don't? All right, Ray. Who do you want? I want Paper Mario. Okay. From the Sega Genesis, I played that game too. <laughs> oh, really? Did you? I thought no one ever That's played Vector awesome. Man. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm gonna send this picture to my twin brother right now. I That's need gonna to be the. Them. That's gonna be the picture that we use when we tweet this episode. This is gonna be Vector Man. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would not hate playing this game for this podcast. It's not Just good. Not, it's I don't not a good remember. Video game. Is it really not? Yeah, it's bad. But I'm sending this to my twin brother because he definitely he'll get a kick out of it. All right, Paper Mario for your first pick, Ray. And do you want to expound on that a little bit? Uh, yeah, because you, me, and Mars talked about a Paper Mario move Senate and got me hyped. Really yeah, hard. I I am also hyped for it and like um, having the the partners come out and be part of the move set. Yeah, my second choice is not Gino because my hope for Gino dwindles every passing yeah, day. Me too. But I also sad. don't think Vector Man will be in the game. So instead of Vector Man, I'm going to pick Gino. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm going to pick Primrose from Octopath Traveler. Oh, okay. She's the dancer class from that RPG game that we'll probably cover at some point. Octopath. So I'm going to go with Harvest Moon's Farmer. Yes. This is what Ooh, you keep saying, yes. and it's wild, <laughs> and I love it. So badly. I want it so badly. I want I want him to be able to grab you and then brush you like one of his cows and you get like a little heart emoji above your head and then you fall, you meteor yeah. off. That's the final <laughs> smash. Yes, yes. And, um, just... Or or it makes you fall asleep, kind of like how Snake chokes you out. Yeah. Um, oh gosh. And the other character would definitely be, um, a female farmer from Harvest Moon. Another wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, the second person will be. Who would I want? Candy Kong. Stop. <laughs> Go back. Go everyone, back. Hey, everyone, really quick, think about Candy Kong for a second. Sorry. <laughs> no, I will not. I refuse. First Goodness. off, all the Kongs are my family. I, me too. I love them. But Candy that's, Kong. That's fine. Doesn't have a spot at the Thanksgiving Day <laughs> table. No, it's not that she doesn't have a spot. She just never shows up. I want a character from Arms to be in the game. I think that would be cool. Arms, because I mean, oh, like, yeah, they would. They could. It it would be super diverse enough for them to be a character. In the yeah, game. I'm honestly surprised that Arms never made it into Smash. They only made it, it as a and and uh, so earlier when Smash Bros came out, we said that they. It what it, uh, uh, arms came out too recently in the production of this game, which mm-hmm. is now we know is a lie because uh, Brethel or whatever his name is is in the game. Violet. Violet. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> like who the hell are Breath you talking about? <laughs> Thank you. Ray. You said Breath you, of the Ray. Wild. Thank you, Ray. Um, so we know that that can't be it, but uh, they already used one of them as a trophy. And you can yep, dress up your meat fighter like him. Yeah. They used Spring Man, and they gave us a ribbon girl 
outfit, but I want Twin Tail in here. I want Helix. Give me Helix or give yeah. me death. <laughs> Helix would be an awesome character to be on Smash Bros. Yeah. An anamorph. Anamorphic uh, being. Terrence, what do you know about Quest 64? I know that it is the game that we have played in the last week and that this episode, believe it or not, is focused around it. Yeah. Ah, Quest 64 is the bare minimum version of an RPG that you could probably ever find. When I was looking up information about it, I found out that it was the first RPG mm-hmm. on the yes. N64. Now, what's weird is that the period in that sentence, uh, it, do- it doesn't happen after RPG, because it really feels like it's the first RPG ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there were plenty before this one, believe it or not. <laughs> well, I believe it. I mean, there was. I mean, this is the Nintendo sixty four. Like yes. we had, we had RPGs and um, yeah, um, we, we um, had all uh, the Final Fantasies, all the we Final had Fantasies, all the, mm-hmm. all the Chrono Trigger, Breath of Fire, all the Breath um, of Fire, uh, Songs Nerdmore. of Symphonia or whatever. Yeah, Tales of Tales, Tales. All, all the Minesweeper <laughs> RPG, Everyone Legend of Mind the Seven Mines, Minesweeper RPGs, Legend of the Seven Mines, like he said. I love that one. I I can't believe I almost forgot that that came out. Can you tell me about the new meta in that game? (laughs) Sorry. You can't have a meta in an RPG. Can you? Not? A single player RPG. Well, I guess you can. There's speedrun strats. Okay, what you gotta do is take the the mine. Is that what I'm... Okay, so, uh, yeah, Quest is um, exactly what you'd expect. It's called Quest. You're, you're a boy on a quest. Mm-hmm. The story takes place after your father has been gone for three days. He is now missing. But the only reason why this is so important is because not only is your father the king, but he's also the sole protector of the world, apparently. And yeah. everybody's going to die because he's not at his post. Um, no, a, a book was stolen from the kingdom. And your dad went to pursue it. He, he left a whole town unarmed to go find this book. Probably. That um, I guess in the wrong hands. There's a lot of guessing in here. I guess in the wrong hands could lead to the end of the world. You know what? There's not guessing about. There's a robber in the Connor Forest. Uh... Sorry, go on. He's <laughs> <It's> a thief. <laughs> um, so you're a little boy with magic, and I guess uh, you insist on leaving to go find your father in this book. Mm-hmm. And then. Right when you leave the first town, you realize there are monsters, and these monsters are scary. But yeah. Ray and uh, Joe ruined it for me by making the game seem doable. Seem because playable. It was so, it was so <laughs> hard like when I was RPG. growing up. Because they don't they tell you stuff, but like, I guess as a kid, it, you know, they don't tell you stuff. No matter no. what is told to you, you're not going to know. There's there's a lot of stuff that goes unexplained, and you just kind of have to figure out. There's still stuff that we don't understand. Like, there's... A, Apparently, five experience markers that I'm not really sure what they relate to or how they're leveled up. But, yeah. Yeah, so the the core conceit of the battle system is that it's actually really cool and holds up surprisingly well. There are four main elements of magic, fire, water, wind, and earth. And those different elements correspond to different magic spells that you can cast. And when a battle starts, it it's in the same area as the world map. There's not like a fade away to a battle screen. It just, you're in battle now, and it, it takes place in like real 
position, I guess. The positioning is important in the game. Like, you can actually dodge attacks feasibly, and where you set yourself up determines who, which of the enemies you can hit with your attacks, because you can hit multiple enemies if you, if you line it up correctly. Um, so it's not just as simple as, like, selecting an enemy and casting an attack on them. It, it's, it's a little bit more intense than that. And you can also escape if you move correctly and yeah, that's the battle system is far more intensive than I would expect from a game like this. And honestly, it's like pretty it's pretty imaginative even for the standards of something that I would play today. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you have to add for opening thoughts, Ray? So I'm the one who played Quest 64 while while Joe and T- Terrence watched, and I got a lot of the Legend of Zelda vibes the very first game where you just kind of have to go and figure it out i'm sure there was an instruction book that said your father has gone away and you have to find the the book of ella tales and there's a robber and you're brian and shannon's here at the inn you guys retain a lot of information continue mm -hmm. Um, essentially the instruction book was probably bare minimum, maybe gave you some story and said, go adventure. This is how you, these are your spells and that's it. Um, I would not have gotten through the first part of the game if it wasn't for Terrence telling me that positioning with magic spells was important. But after I, I played around with it, I really enjoyed the combat because each of the four elements has a different spell where you need, like Joe said, you need to be in a specific position for the spell to hit. So if I'm doing the rock, one of the rock spells, like rock throw, rock, yeah, rock throw, you just throw a rock at an enemy, a big boulder, and you have to be far, farther away from the enemy or else it'll miss. But if I'm doing a, a water attack called water pillar, I have to be right up on their face and then I'll splash them in the in the face with with water and they'll get hurt. Mm-hmm. But that also opens me up to damage depending on how the enemy's going to attack. And there's just a lot of minutia to the battle system that I didn't expect because the story is very lacking mm-hmm. in this game. <laughs> they don't tell you squat. There um, are a lot story, of things that are lacking in this game. I Yes, so there's no money in this game, which I don't have a problem with yeah. because the game is pretty difficult. Instead, when you go to a shop, um, they give you bread that restores health if you don't yeah. have any. Yeah, if inventory. you don't have any. So yeah. that's kind of cool. I like that. I like <laughs> thinking about it. Money as a resource doesn't really add a whole lot of it doesn't really ha- add anything that's very interesting to an RPG. Like, it's something that's just taken for granted that you're going to grind against enemies and earn money and sell items and earn money. And then you can buy more, you know, buy better stuff if you want. But I very rarely find myself actually using money in RPGs. Mm -hmm. I hold on to items forever. I never sell them. And, you know, if I'm desperate, I might use them. But, like, nine times out of ten, I'm just going back to the inn over and over again to heal up and, like whatever and the way this game does it is that it's free to stay at the inn and it is free to get items if you don't have one so you can get like the basic healing item and the basic mana healing item if you're empty on those things 
um, so that you can um, at least get get some kind of preparation to go out into the world. But then you can also find better items to keep you stocked up. Right. You can also uh, get the warp items in town. Right, right. So you can well. use items that will just take you directly back to a town from anywhere on the world map if you're in a spot of trouble. This does right. lead into one of the problems with the game, which is that if you run out of health and die, you just go back to the inn. The last inn that you saved at. The last <laughs> inn that you saved at with one health. And you can stay the night there to fill up your health, but you don't lose money obviously because there's you don't have any to lose you don't really lose any progress whatsoever besides the fact that you have to walk back now but you would have to do that anyway if you use your wings mm -hmm. to go back to the inn and heal i don't think the wings are meant to have you go re-heal think about it because i because there will be reasons why you have to like kind of like what you did for that last uh town that you're at you went to the forest and you need to go back to get the reward that's why they only give you it's a one-time use thing, you know? Right. Like, I don't think mm. it's meant to be your get-out-of-jail-free card. Right. It's more of, like, it, it's a it's a convenience thing. Mm-hmm. It's a like, okay, I'm, I'm done with whatever task I was doing. Let me go back to the town so I can get the next story beat and move on. Exactly. Which, right. uh, not, it's kind of interesting to think, because of how our brains are tailored, that was our conclusion. Now, if we played the game in the past, we probably would have assume that we weren't supposed to go back to heal also. Maybe, maybe not. I'm just saying that there's a lot of differences between this and any really up-to-date RPGs. So I know we talked about how there aren't shops, which is funny because in all RPGs there are shops. They're mm-hmm. Pokemon, like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also like the inventory is just a row. Yep. And you kind of like shift through. So there's no organization, you know, because whatever you got last is what's there. So you can't like, as far as I'm concerned, you can't organize it or like put it in a, in a way that you'd like, which is weird because that's another thing we take for granted in RPGs, the ability to organize our inventories. There, uh, none of the items you have are weapons. So it, that's a weird thing, you know? Yeah, there's none no equipment. Them, yeah. All of it is like in battle use items, as far as I'm concerned. Mostly one-time use, unless it's story items like the Orb of Earth, yeah, the the rock you get, yeah, the precious stone that the robber stole. There was <laughs> a the robber, robber in the Connor Woods. There was a robber. Oh He's the God. first boss, and he looks way too intimidating to be a robber. I used to like to go and spend time outside, but now it's scary and dangerous because of the robber. Mm-hmm. My uh, husband actually lost <laughs> his job because of the robber. And now we can't make, I don't know, money because we don't have money. The second town that you go to, it's it's a little town with a king. It's a kingdom, The king of Dodoran. The king of Dodoran. The town um, of pottery. And the town of pottery. You have to say they it. They are you besieged have to say it, right? by a robber in the, the woods. And every single person mm-hmm. in that town, except for the innkeeper... Who is named Gilbert Gottfried by me because his name's Gilbert. Wait, does the clay talk about the robber? Yes, they all, every single character in that kingdom talks does, about the robber. Does Rock they talk, talk about. about the robber? Is that his name? <laughs> yes. Rock or Stone? No, it was Clay it's... and then there was Rocks. Oh, Rocks. His name was Rocks. Does, and he and was yes. actually a potter, right? No. Rocks, he, he... Rocks was a clay digger. <laughs> Rock di- digs for clay. They all have weird. <laughs> details about them but then they also have to talk about how there's a robber in the connor forest 
in case you didn't figure out where you need to go, you gotta go to the forest and beat the robber. Mm-hmm. I would definitely only talk about the robber if I lived there. Uh, yeah. yeah. But like I was saying, some more of the differences. So, um, in this game, there's a lot of empty rooms that you can go into. Most RPGs have rooms that you can go into. But Quest has so many rooms you can go into, and they are all equally empty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like, out of out of 10 rooms, out of 10 rooms that you can go into, I would say one of them has an NPC that will tell you about the Connor and Robert, the, the, the Connor and Robert Forest. And, uh-huh. and one of the 10 will have a chest in it. And that one is usually like, directly off the main path and obvious that there's going to be hidden mm-hmm. goods in there. It's not it's not one of the many, many, many auxiliary rooms. They don't hide anything in besides the one collectible object. And what I mean by collectible object is an object you can Whoa. find out in the inventory. Wait, I I think I see something over there. It's like a little it's a little fuzzy wisp coming up like, out of the ground. Like what the, is that? It's like the earth is farting, really. I uh, think I think we should go on a side quest and check it out. Mm, I see what you did there. Yep, I think it is time for a side quest. We'll be back. Let's dip out of here. Where should we go? That way? Ray? That way? I'm, I'm not going on this one. Y'all, y'all do it. Um, Fine. You should go that way. We're back. Yeah, it wasn't the longest. But I got cool oh. stuff. Yeah, we, we both found something cool. You want to hear about it? Uh, yeah, what'd you find? Also, I found this cool little knife. It's a toy knife. It's I found a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Take one good guess on what the Yu-Gi-Oh card is. Feral Imp. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also Pot of Greed, which is horrifying if you look at it. It's a double-sided card? It's, yes. <laughs> One of those special Yu-Gi-Oh cards. But no, I actually found it. I got it as a drop. But actually, it's on this thing called Deck of Friendship. We got a podcast. <clears throat> Deck of Friendship is a podcast where hosts Marble, Ray, hey, that's you, that's and me. Mars. Let's review an episode of an anime based on a real-life game and talk about their themes and cultural importance while proclaiming their love of friendship and making each other laugh. They have talked about season one of Yu-Gi-Oh! and are now moving through all fighting foodons. Mm-hmm. It's about food. Fighting foodons. It's about food that comes to life. They also have plans to tackle shows like Bakugan, Card Fight, Digimon, and more. Uh, Deck of Friendship can be found on Lunar Light Studio every Wednesday or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks cool. It does look cool. And I I'm a joke. I could have just given you a Feral Imp card. I don't want a Feral Imp card. You want to know why? Can we get political for a second? <laughs> I'm dying okay. to know where this is leading. I'm listening. <laughs> so, I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. We, you know, side quests and stuff. What's the oh, next we one don't have enough time. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Joe, uh, what do you got? I found something cool, too. Um, is that? It's, like, brand new. I've never seen anything like this before. Mm, is it holographic? You know what? I think it is holographic. But I have to find the website page so that I know what to say about it. Just like all loot. Oh my gosh, is Feral Imp's arm in that post? I've got I've to gotta scroll over yes. this item, this drop that I found, and find out what the flavor text says. Oh, here we go. 
Joe, what'd you find? I want to know. I found this other show. I found this other show here on the ground. I don't know how we find a show. We haven't really established the lore. But you got it as a drop. It's, from, uh, it's a reward. It's a drop. It's a reward, and I do feel rewarded by Force Friends Rewatch. It's a show in which two pals sit down and they deep dive Star Wars Star Wars TV shows. I think they go episode by episode, or I'm not I'm not really sure if they like break it up into sections like you do on Deck of Friendship. But regardless, they they recap Star Wars TV shows from Rebels to The Mandalorian and from Ewoks to Resistance. Come on and join these friends as they nerd out over all of the Star Wars shows and Star Wars lore in general and the fandom. And they have really good takes and they have a very charming and friendly and happy atmosphere. It's a really pleasant listen. But it's hosted by Ryan and Andy. Andy uh, being one of the hosts of Ending Pending on Lunar Light Mm, Studio. And Ending Pending is also great. Ending Pending is also great. So, you know... You know it's good, I, and I'll, I'll say this. You already know that half of the show is good, and I'll tell you what. Ryan, the other half, is also very good. Is From, that like, is that, that's not like Chango, That's right? not Chango, right? Okay, cool. No, that's another, no. It's another Ryan, and he rules. <clears throat> he rules from what I've heard. So go go on and listen to Force Friends Rewatch. If you have any affinity for Star Wars at all, I think this show will be enjoyable for you, because I'm not an enormous fan of Star Wars, but I do like... Force Friends rewatch quite a bit. If my... No, never mind. Ray, go listen to Force Friends rewatch right now. Yeah. No, wait. Hold on. Sorry, we have to finish this quest first. (laughs) We'll go back to the main storyline. 64. Let's finish the main quest. 64. (laughs) What the hell, Ray? You said quest. You did say quest. 64. I know. Is that just like a tick? Like, is that just... You have to finish it when I say quest? I think 64. from now on, if we ever say quest, we... 64? Mm-hmm. 64 quest. We, we have to say it again. The uh-huh. we Not it again. We have to... You did it. Did we? You did it. You did it right. Welcome. Good, good job. Wel- <laughs> welcome back to the quest 64 portion of this episode. Did we ever say the protagonist's name was Brian? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he's very adorable. His name, his name is Brian, and his dad's name is like... Brotholheimer or something. Bartholomew or something. Bartholomew. His name is Brian. What the heck? Rocks or pebbles or whatever. It was a different time. There was an entire generation where names shifted. What's the king of Dondoran's son's name? His name wasn't. It wasn't the king. It was like. No, he was asking what his son's name was. Oh, it I... completely changes. The, give, give me a name. It's like Tyler or like Seth. This is definitely Eric. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. There and he's competing see? with you to see who can be the best. Uh, that um, no one ever was. Uh, soul yeah. Trapper? What are they, what are they called? Uh, Spirit Tamer. Spirit Tamer. Spirit Tamer. Basically the same soul thing. Soul Trapper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Soul Trap sounds like a really good genre of music that I want to get into. It is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we should. We could be the first Soul Trap artists. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I need to look it up. Soul Trap music, soul music, trap music. Two different things, right? There's soul music and there's trap music. But Wait, I what is soul, soul Trap? Oh, music. oh no! 
Trap Soul is a budding genre of music. This was in 2017. Okay. Mm. Mm. Sounds like it didn't. Sounds like it didn't bud for very long. Sounds like Horizon's new gaming. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's wrong. It doesn't it's work. Just wrong. It just doesn't work. So before we went on our quick little side quest, I believe we were talking about the little spirits that you can find uh, yes. Yes. around the world. Good, yeah. Good stuff. This mm-hmm. is another very cool part of the game. Yeah, so. I was mentioning that it was the only in-game collectible. That you just see around besides chests. Mm-hmm. And it's also the only thing that is actually hidden sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can go into hidden areas or find them in corners of the map. Um, and you can see them from pretty far away. Mm-hmm. So if you happen to look in the right direction, you can start walking that way. And maybe you'll have to fight something on the way. But um, yeah, yeah, they are, they're like little will-o'-wisps that shoot up out of the ground. And if you find one, you can level up one of your elements immediately. And the only other other way to get those levels is by battling. And when you level up, like from getting enough experience, question mark, again, it's not exactly clear how how that is tracked. So I looked it up because I was so lost. I'm going to finish my thought. It's not exactly clear how that that is tracked, but when you level up, that is the other way to increase one of your four elements: fire, water, earth, or air. Mm-hmm. Now, how is the how does the now, experience thing work, right? Yeah. So yeah. Can, so I look. So I looked up how experience works in this game because we were all baffled by it, and there was no indicator on on how it worked. Okay. But apparently, um, it depends on what you do in battle. So if mm. you like get hit your defense goes up okay so i'm assuming if like if you you do a good hit with the element you you get experience okay i figured it was something like that but still it felt like there's too many experience there's like five of them so there's using magic there's getting hit there's probably using melee attacks Mm -hmm. what running is running one of them Evasiveness, maybe. Maybe it make the thing the the octagon bigger. Yeah, yeah. So it is an octagon because I never checked how many sides. It's eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the in the, speaking of octagons, in the fight you get a little section octagon of where you can move your character, and then you can choose what you know, what action you want to do, and that ends your turn. Mm-hmm. And there's a giant octagon around you that if you if you can somehow move each turn your octagon closer and closer until your character is physically out of the battle octagon you can escape the fight Mm -hmm. so the enemy you can assume has their own range of movement speed as well they have a little octagon themselves uh it doesn't show up does it when they when they're moving it does yeah Yeah. you you don't know exactly how far they're going to be able to move or or what the range of their attacks is going to be you just kind of have to learn what their patterns are and guess Mm -hmm. that's giving it a little bit more credit i think than is due yeah but that i think that's what they were going for and it it, again the the battle system works surprisingly well considering considering how unpolished the rest of the game is Mm -hmm. and man is an unpolished Truly. AstroTurf uh, flooring in the castle. Yeah, green carpets and green brick houses. It's just ugly. I think that's just a style choice, and it's bad. Before we get into our gripes, really quickly, um, I wanted to say the coolest aspect of it based on the spirits thing. So when you level up your attack, your attack itself gets stronger, and you can choose more powerful levels of the spell, which costs more MP. But it also offers... 
different different attacks depending on what element it is. So for water, after using water pillar, which is your basic, and you use water pillar level two or water pillar level three, you get access to healing of different levels. And so far that we've seen ice wall of different levels, yeah. which can freeze people in a nearby vicinity. So that's pretty cool. And I, and it and that's how it goes with each element. So they have their own like things that they boost. I was looking into this a little bit too as well. And I I wasn't playing, so I don't have a full like feel for how the game worked, but it's my understanding that those elements mix too. So it's like not only do you get more spells mm. from leveling up water only, but you get new spells from leveling up water and rock from mm. mixing the water and the rock in certain combinations. Oh, or, or all mm. you know, all four of them. Did that ha- happen? I don't recall. I think Ice Wall might have been one of the ones that was like because your your rock level was high enough as well. I don't know exactly how the menuing oh, works, really but again, I, that was just like. I don't know how the menuing works perfectly, but I am under the impression that it the elements mix together as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they, I didn't like, notice that at all, but that'd be cool if it did that. So that seems uh the their attacks seem to be the bulk. Uh your character's moves seem to be the bulk of of interest that the creators might have taken into the game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the way that it's balanced too like r- works really well because you can use your healing spell out, like the the game I don't want to say seamlessly, but uh, very uh, again fluid doesn't isn't quite right. But it it transitions into and out of battle without losing um, any flow. I guess like you you go into battle say with full health and full mana, and if you take damage, for instance, you can use your mana outside of battle to heal up. But then you are lower on mana, and that that resource comes back as you move. It doesn't come back over time, so it really like every step that you take is is part of the resource that you have while you're out. It, it's weird weird to say this, but it's similar to uh, the beginning stages of Persona, where mm. you go into the dungeon and you have your health and your really spirit crazy. power. And you can only be in the dungeon for so long before you run out of spirit power to heal you. Um, like it's, it is con- it is a, a constant push and pull of of what you can get away with in each battle. Again, maybe giving it a little bit too much credit, but I don't know. Maybe that's what they were going for. It's, we can't tell. It's, it's it, that's yeah. the hard part. It's, it was. I mean, it's like I said. It's the first. RPG on the mm-hmm. N64, and it really laid the groundwork in some really interesting ways. Yeah, yeah, it did. And did a lot of cool <laughs> things for the first time. And I, I got to give credit where credit is due. The yeah. the monsters remind me of Persona monsters, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, no, they're terrifying. The Shinigami Tensei monsters, I guess in general, is what these monsters remind me of. They're way scarier. And I remember them being as a kid, but I do remember it being super scary. Yeah, to go into the woods as a kid. Um, the monsters have no rhyme or like reason. They don't. They don't like. <laughs> they don't correlate to each other at all. Besides no. a monster being a variation or a the bigger first, version of another. Uh, the first area that you go out to is this like distant open field, mm-hmm. and the first time that Ray went into a battle. Like it just like immediately cuts into it. Everything everything is immediate cuts. There's no there's no loading or smooth transitions at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and like all of a sudden, there's like these two enormous hellhounds on the screen, and they're like 
it's like everything up to this point has been soft and colorful and cute and, and these terrifying creatures come onto the screen and they're they like ready to kill me. you. Well, they, they warned me. They said that. But I still wasn't ready. Yeah. They said that your dad's not here to protect us from the monsters anymore, so we're keeping guard. So I'm like, oh, as soon as I leave this town, I'm going to get into a battle. But still, you're expecting the first monster that you run into to be like Slimes. a goo. Yeah. yeah. A, a goblin. Or a, a werehair, which they did mention. Yeah. And it is located in the first area. I just happened to run into a hellhound first. They don't, they don't have any, like you said, any rhyme or reason. They don't, they don't, the different enemies in the areas don't correlate to each other or the areas at all. Mm-mm. They're no. just scary <laughs> demon things of all shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. Like, and I screamed many mm-hmm. times every time a battle started because of the the transition was so abrupt. There's a creature called a man eater. That was I was waiting for you guys to see that because that's when I was a kid and I saw that and I was like, whoa, like that. Yeah. This is this doesn't that doesn't make it feel like a kid game anymore. It's yeah. just dead it's like hand. A, it is just a dead hand from Ocarina of Time. It's just this. It's it's just a pile of flesh and bones. Mm-hmm. And it's it like terrifying. Like scoots over to you. Hey, get four of them coming you know, at you. When we were playing, uh, we kept riffing on the idea that Brian was a cannibal and was eating people. And I'm realizing now, past the fact that, like, I was doing that to keep myself sane. I was like, I was like trying to make <laughs> jokes so I wouldn't be scared. <laughs> oh, I still oh, love I that see. though. The concept that Brian could actually be a man eater and only hate man eaters because they were stealing his food. <laughs> You know, I don't think it really sunk in what oh you were God. trying to joke about because I was too paralyzed with fear by the man-eaters. You're saying it now, I'm like, oh, oh, I see what you meant. Yeah. Just, mm. Yeah. Yeah. They're scary, y'all. Mm-hmm. There's like frog knights out of nowhere. They're kind of cute. Um. Then there's mummies. And then there's the Maria Nasty and the Maria Skusting. <laughs> <laughs> the Mario's Gusting! Uh, the Mario's Gusting does not exist, but Joe made the best monster name, Evolution. Well, Mario Nasty, Nasty was in the game, and this is a very yes. good name. It's like a it's like a puppet thing. And then there's like another one in the next area that looks similar, but is a different color or whatever. And, and I think it's called a Mad Doll mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, but how stupid. I said, hey, I'm Mario Skusting. Which works so much better because <laughs> it, it looks just so like good. It. it was perfect. That was a lot of fun. Uh, so uh, do you guys have any major issues with the game? Uh, yes, there's no voice acting. Uh, come on. So <laughs> my best friends had to come voice on. act for me. 1996, oh, okay. get it right. He was trying to make a mm. he was trying to make a compliment. Uh, well, uh, yeah, well, I was. My my best friend's voice acted for me. I wasn't able to voice act like I normally can because my voice has been doing this weird like you puberty too. Not, I know it's fine. We puberty all puberty too thing. <clears throat> I thought so because I was like my voice is way too soft to be a grown man, and now I get a nice new voice. Can I get a second take at that? <laughs> you cannot. You know, the first take is always Rare. the most natural. <laughs> okay. I have a sad face now. Speaking of sad, I really wish... No. This game... This game toes the line between holding in, holding your hand and also throwing you to the wolves. Mm. And it's the difference is too big for me. When I was playing, yeah, 
because it says, Brian, you have to, sorry, Brian, you have to go on, if you want to go on your adventure to find your father, go. And I go. And no one teaches me how to do a fight. You're, you and I, Ray, I don't know about Terrence, I don't want to exclude you unnecessarily, but we're used to good RPGs with, like, unique characters to talk to that have unique things to say. Mm -hmm. And maybe not everyone has something that's like objectively interesting but everyone has something to say that's their Mm. own whereas in this game like there are a lot of npcs and they only fill one function Mm -hmm. which is to let you know that there's a robber in counter forest exactly like why are there so many people if they're not gonna say anything Exactly. So Why are there so many alive? rooms if there's not going to be anything in them? Like everybody's outside. It's it's a big game, but it's also kind of vacant mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Definitely, you definitely don't feel like anybody else is with there when you go into it. It's kind of weird because I know it's an old game, but it definitely feels like you you get thrown into this world and you're starting to realize that everybody is a robot and like you're the only human. Yeah, you're probably not going to find any other yeah. human. Except for Shannon. I remember we saw, like, one NPC who was, like, walking on a path, and we were like, whoa! (laughs) He's not just standing still! I'm glad you bring this up, Joe, because it's the difference between going from the the first battle where I didn't know what to do, but thankfully Terrence was there to tell me how to do it. They tell the game tells you how to do it, but it doesn't make sense, and they don't Mm -hmm. walk you through an actual fight, which most RPGs do. Most good RPGs. Um, and then you, I get to the second town, mm-hmm. and everyone just says, you gotta go fight the robber in the forest. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. Shannon, I get it. Uh, okay, so if you aren't supposed to talk to everybody, like, is that just how it's gonna be? Like, That's the thing is, I don't think you're gonna... I don't think you're gonna enjoy this game if you play it like a standard RPG. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're gonna get... I don't think you're going to get typical RPG satisfaction out of it. The the level up system is interesting and it is it is satisfying to find a spirit and put that point immediately into one of your spirits, but it's not satisfying in the same way mm-hmm. that it is with other games. Um it's it's a completely different thing. So much of the fun of the game really does center on the battle system and battling and that isn't always fun either because walking from point A to point B can be a real chore. Real and it's really chore. easy to get turned around while you're in battle. The camera is bad. <laughs> I mean, it's an N64 game, so like <laughs> that's yeah. just part that, of it. And that was going to bring up my question. I was going to ask you guys, do you think these issues are just a result of the times? Because there's some are, right, but I can honestly say that there are some things that I don't think are a result of the time. I think, like I said, for an aspect of it that they hyper focus on the cool powers yeah and i felt like that mm-hmm. kind of took precedence over most things yeah i think it feels like either mm. either product it feels like either production was rushed or like they got their one cool idea in and they were like eh, let's just let's just build a game now i guess mm-hmm. like let's just build the rest of the world around it like it it doesn't have attention to detail evenly across all aspects of the game yeah Mm -hmm. i don't think i think a lot of it is a product of the time but i also think terrence is right in saying that they they focused 
They the the focus was not evenly distributed. Let me. When did when did Ocarina of Time come out? Okay, okay, yeah, it was the same year. That's what I thought. Was it really? Yeah. So Quest sixty four oh came gosh. out in June of ninety eight, and Ocarina of Time came out in. Let me double check. In November of ninety eight. Yeah. Five months so, later. So mm-hmm. I I don't think product of the time is a fair is a fair. No. Like I don't think that. I'm sure that development cycles were probably shorter back in the day, mm-hmm. a little bit, but I don't think that five months is enough time for to to account for all of the differences mm-hmm. between Quest sixty four and Legend of Zelda: Ocarina mm-hmm. of Time. Or yeah, right. yeah, Ocarina of and, Time. The NPCs have interesting things to say, if not bit about you and your quest, about the world or about mm-hmm. themselves. Like the the map makes sense. The 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 item system makes sense. The, the UI is clean. It's and Ocarina of Time is not a flawless game mm-hmm. by any and and maybe it's not fair to compare. Yeah, I was just a forgotten game to one of the most well known games mm-hmm. of all time. But to to call it just to call all the problems with Quest sixty four just a problem or a product of its time isn't fair either. That's fair. I thought Quest sixty four came out earlier. I uh, definitely felt like it did. No, I mean, it I, feels like I it did, did too. I, it feels like it did. It fe- it feels like it came out a lot a lot more than mm-hmm. five months before Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in that case, a lot of it is probably just development choices and development in general. Mm-hmm. Just be laziness. It's, also, could be money. Legend of Zelda definitely has also a might just team. be money. Yeah. THQ developed this game. And nothing against THQ. Legend, but... Legend of Zelda had an established like it wasn't the Franchise, first game yeah. in the series. Mm-hmm. Quest right. 64, it, it says what it's going to do right there in the name. Mm-hmm. It is a quest. It is on the Nintendo 64. It is that and nothing else. Yeah, Don't yeah. expect it to be more than that. And yeah. if you if you do that, like you, it's it's fine. Yeah. I, I I had a fun time playing it with you all. I think I would have a fun time if I was behind the controls, mm. and I wouldn't mind playing through it one day because I feel like you could beat it in one or two sittings if you were really dedicated. But maybe I don't quest? know. I don't know. I would like to know how many hours the game is. Do you mind just just humoring me for a second? How long to beat? Yeah. (sighs) Main story takes about 11 hours. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Okay, fair, fair. I was a kid, and everything seems super long and hard as a kid. can play it on stream together. Yeah. Finish it. Hmm. So here's, here's this... You mentioned this when you when we started. Uh, when we started playing, Terrence said that there is no depth to this game, mm-hmm. and that is a really good way of putting it. And I think that this really illustrates that point. To beat the main story, it takes eleven hours, and for the completionist run, it takes twelve and a half hours. Oh man! So oh. there's not exactly a whole lot to do. What would you want to do more? <laughs> well, find all the spirits, yeah. right? Like probably find all the chests, I guess. Yeah. Defeat the secret boss. Level up all your moves. Level I 50. would be, I would be blown away if there was a secret boss in this game, and I'm not gonna look it up. I'm not gonna look it up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think we're winding down here about quest. Yeah, no, I think, I, I think we're, I think we're good. Ray and Terrence, will you plan on spending more time playing Quest sixty four after we are done with this episode? I'm sure it'll happen again for me. I, I don't know how to... Okay, so a uh, little pretext, people, because I do like saying yes a lot. Um, Quest 64 uh, was a game that I played growing up that I really didn't think anybody, any other human in the history of existing played. 
it was actually my older sister. She got it from her friend's parents, and we started playing it. And every time I play it, it's just for the nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. If it's as difficult as I remember moving forward, then like maybe I'll find out one day. Uh, but you know what? I am gonna go with no until unless I have a reason. Like like for example, mm-hmm. me trying to show my buddies. That's I mean that's where I'm at too. Like like Ray suggested doing it possibly as as a stream, like as a long possibly like one session one session stream. And if like an opportunity like that came up, yeah, I think this would be a fun game to to stream. I like old games and I I had never seen it before and I don't really have any nostalgia for it for what whatsoever, but I thought it was cool and I I liked playing it despite all of its flaws. Um but I don't have any I don't have any plans to touch it again unless a good reason comes around to make me do so. How about you, Ray? You gonna beat it? Listen, I watch you if you do. <laughs> I'd like to stream it. it one day. Okay. I respect the battle system. Yeah. I really enjoy the battle system. I do not want to play this game again. <laughs> I I will if there's a reason, like you said, but I do not want to play it for my own enjoyment. Okay. Alrighty. I th- yeah, I think that's I fair. think it's I, the the flaws are are big and it feels aged and it's okay to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is old. It's uh it's 64 years old. I know. 64 already. That would have hurt me so badly. Well, the truth is 22, which doesn't feel great either. Yeah. Nope. Thank yeah, you all so much for listening to us talk about quest 64 an old video game which is fun and although i'm not planning on playing it again i would say that if you've never heard of it like i had look into it a little bit you should like well, maybe watch a playthrough or yeah something. the or, cover is is interesting enough for you the cover tells you everything you need to know about the game <laughs> absolutely um so yeah it's it's cool um how do you close this show? I say that every week. Follow us on Twitter at GNHCast. Find uh, find a way to send us an email with your email box, and you can send it to GNHpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much to Lunar Light Studio for having a gaming podcast here, and thank you all so much for listening to it. I know I said this last time, but uh, the fan Discord has been blowing up talking about gaming stuff since we've made the change and that has been even more true in the oh, past yeah. couple of weeks uh so we love to see it and if you're not there get there and talk about video games with every everyone else who loves to talk about video games um with that i think it's time for us to to get out of here so thank you for listening this has been gaming new horizons go sports go sports gaming no <laughs> See? No. You, oh, yeah. He, he did it. He did it. He did the thing. Uh, Until next time, stay gamer. Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. Hey, Miles. Hey, Moss. 
I'd like to challenge you to find a song that you only heard once when you were a kid. Hmm. Okay, but I have a challenge for you, Mars. Oh, okay. I want you to find a song that was made by a celebrity. Oh, that's funny, because I'd like you to find a song that has a Pokemon in it. Oh, well, that's a real coincidence, because I want you to find a D&D song. Wait, 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 wait. We, we, we do not have time to talk about all of these songs. This is a promo. Oh, dang it, you're right. Okay, all right. Where can we go and where can people go to talk about the songs that go with these themes? Well, they could always go and listen to Artificial Ghost Radio. Artificial Ghost Radio? Ooh, what's that? It sounds like a podcast that we might do. It could be potentially a podcast that the both of us do. Wouldn't that be a weird coincidence? As if we wouldn't just have a conversation like this in real life. Well, this is a totally natural dialogue. This is a natural dialogue that we have, naturally. Each episode on Artificial Ghost Radio, we challenge each other to find songs that fit extremely arbitrary themes. Oh, now that sounds interesting. But that can't be all they do. We also do this fun little segment by the name of The Wheel of Discord. The Wheel of Discord. And you want to know what we do on the Wheel of Discord? What do we do with the Wheel of Discord? We shuffle our music player of choice and we are forced to talk about whatever song comes up. That is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Where can this podcast be found? And when can this podcast be found? You can find us each and every Saturday on Luna Light Studio you get your podcast or sunday if you're in australia or sunday if you're with all the other cool people